My cat Rachel is the silliest cat I know. One time, she played inside a paper bag for three hours. What a mystery. But I'm glad her health isn't. Thanks to the color-changing litter from Fresh Step Crystals Health Monitoring Litter. This premium color-changing litter has pH-activated crystals that can help me detect potential illness early. That makes it easy for me to stay on top of her health and well-being. I may not understand all of Rachel's silly quirks, but I can keep up with the important things. Find Fresh Step Crystals Health Monitoring Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So the day after Mardi Gras, Kansas City holds its seemingly annual tradition of a Chiefs mm. championship parade. Uh, Chiefs celebrate Super Bowl number three in the Patrick Mahomes era with their parade in Kansas City today. Um, and I, I noticed as we continue to discuss the fallout from the Super Bowl that literally everybody in the mama watch literally not 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 hyperbole That's right. like That's right. greatest you know most most viewed telecast ever. Um, um, I saw where the 49ers are the preseason favorites, the betting favorites. You're, you're, you're the betting man here. The 49ers are the this betting favorites. So we, 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 we talked about this going into the Super Bowl right after the conference. We talked Keep about this going. right after the conference championship games when the, four, when the Chiefs went into Super Bowl 58 as underdogs. And you and I both were like, why? Right? Even though the Niners have been the better team in the regular season, given who the Chiefs are and what they've done in the playoffs and where they'd won in the playoffs, I, as in Buffalo and Baltimore, why? And it went to overtime, but still. But then I see this shit and I'm like, guys, like, no. <laughs> like, let, let's not start this underdog narrative this soon because by definition, they're now underdogs. Because even if they're second to one team in terms of right. Super Bowl odds, that makes them underdogs, <laughs> at least compared to the 49ers. It is like, no, for me, as for me and my house, Michael, we will yeah. serve the Chiefs. Okay, like from, from here on out, I don't care if Kansas City starts 0-8. If Kansas City starts 0-8 next year, I will still believe in them to finish 9-8, find a way to get into the playoffs, and win next year's Super Bowl. Kansas City, the Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites in perpetuity, I, I'm, I'm t- indefinitely, until Patrick Mahomes decides he's not playing anymore, Kansas City should be the rightful favorite, the betting favorite, uh, the consensus favorite, whatever you want, whatever, the power ranking number one, it needs to be Kansas City. And I will not fall for that particular banana in the tailpipe ever again. I'm telling you right, like I'm like, hold me to this. Hold me to this. God willing, don't rise. And we are doing this show or I am doing this show come August uh, of, of, of 2024. Do not let me pick another team to win the Super Bowl. Don't let me do it. Roll this back in case I forget that I said I will never 
pick against the Chiefs and picking somebody else is picking against the Chiefs. Chiefs on the field, the Chiefs. Okay? Chiefs on the 72 Dolphins, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chiefs on Tom Brady's Patriots, the Chiefs. Like, hail to the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. I will, like, they should be the favorites. I will not doubt this team again. I will not doubt this team again. Well, thank you. Well, Michael, thank you for giving us a beautiful, in case you missed it, uh, we will play this back in July or August. It will be right here, and you have framed it beautifully. And by the way, can we bring that chart back up? We can bring that chart back up with the odds of the Super Bowl, the, the betting favorites. And I like the way you said it from Joshua. Hey, if you're going to serve the Ravens, serve the Ravens. If you're going to serve the Eagles, serve the Eagles. As for me and my house, we will serve the Kansas City Chiefs. But look at the other ones in the NFC. Like, what's going on with the odds? The, the odds makers say it's 49ers and everybody else is so far behind. Look at look at our Lions at plus 1,200. Then you yeah. have to go all the way down to the Eagles. The Packers yeah. played them very well. Yeah. The Packers, yeah. Packers and Lions played them very well at their place. Mm-hmm. And the Packers are plus 2,000. So, and they're a young team. Both of these Lions and, and Packers, young teams, were not intimidated by the 49ers, just didn't make the plays necessary. But it's not like that's a strong. I look at the 49ers on some right. uh, other plane sure. compared to everybody else in the NFC, and they just forgot about the that's Eagles. That's a good observation. That's a they really good observation. About. Yeah. So no, that's that's uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. It, they didn't run roughshod uh, through the rest of the conference. Uh, in but the I would say this. Yeah. I would say this, Mike. Vegas really likes Kansas City, even though Kansas City is has the second best odds because to get to three Super Bowls and you always talk about your Buffalo Bills. What an accomplishment to get to four straight and they didn't win one, yep. but to get to four straight Super Bowls is hard. So to say Kansas City is going to get back for the fourth time in six years. Right. That, that's what it would be. Or was it would that be four? No, actually it would be was it be five and six. Yeah, they be, they've been to four. Five Super Bowls. Five. It'd be five and seven. They've been to four. Oh, five and seven. Five, uh, that's right. Yeah, five and seven. Five and seven. So to get back to, to their fifth Super Bowl in seven years in their third straight, and to win yeah. three straight, which nobody's ever done, and look at those odds. So those odds are actually pretty good when you think about what a Super Bowl victory would represent for Kansas City. Um. Vegas really likes them. They, they don't like them enough to say they're the standalone favorite, but given the historical challenges they'll face, and you know, you think about the salary cap. I know some teams say, "Oh, we can always play games with the salary cap," but they really have to make some decisions. You know, Chris Jones, Legarius mm-hmm. Sneed is fantastic. Like those guys got to get paid. You already paid Patrick Mahomes. You've got some. You've got some maneuvering. You've got some administrating to do before you get back to the Super Bowl. No, actually, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Uh, you would be right. You'd be right. Because it would be... No, I misspoke. It'd be right. Yeah, it, you, what did you say? You said, five, you said five and six. Yeah, I'm sorry. It'd be right. The only year they didn't six. go was the Cincinnati year. Yeah, it would be, it would be five That's and six. That's crazy. Yeah, only, only, okay. they, only it, year they didn't woof. go was the Cincinnati year. That's right. Yeah, you were right the first time. Why did I say five and All seven? All right, think about yeah, that. You were right the first time. Yeah. Woo. You were right the first time. Yeah, because it, so, it was San Francisco, Tampa, 
then the gap year, <laughs> then Philadelphia, yeah, the gap year. and we, then we, San Francisco we took again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right, five and six. Um Do you remember so it's been it's been twenty years since a back to back champion. Do you remember yeah. feeling so confident about the Patriots after 04? Because like I like as hard no. as it is, we talked about this Monday. Yeah, right. Because as hard as it is to get there, let alone get back, let alone go back to back, uh, or go three years in a row as as we're projecting. Um I feel like it's almost a foregone conclusion. And I know that's crazy because because shit happens, right? And they got a lot of right. other good teams in the AFC. Um, and I'm not taking it for granted how routine the Chiefs have made this. But it just really, it just feels like, well, of course they're going to be back. Patrick Mahomes is 28. Um, you know, their, their defense was the youngest defense in the league and one of the best in the league. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo didn't leave. Hell, they made Eric Bieniemy back. Eric Bieniemy may come yeah. back and rejoin Andy Reid and, and, and Matt Nagy. I mean, like nothing about this team. Yes, they have some financial decisions to make. Yeah. Um, but they're so well run and they're so young uh, in many spots. And so nothing about this team suggests like, ah, oh, man, you know, like they, they, they got this. This was the end. This was the last dance. Like this, this didn't feel. This, I mean, I feel like Patrick Mahomes in the moment, even though he just that was more bravado than anything. I think it was also prophetic. He was like, "Yeah, it's a dynasty, but it's the beginning of a dynasty. We're not done." Uh, I don't just think. That, I don't think that was just confidence. That was like that was. He's speaking facts. Like there's, like not to say that Joe Burrow can't come back from injury, and beat Patrick Mahomes again. Uh, I've said before, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. It's not that they can't. They haven't. Now, maybe they won't in the era of Patrick Mahomes, which is there's a subtle difference there. There's a nuanced difference there, but I don't think that they're somehow um, genetically predisposed to coming up short. So uh, somebody could be Kansas City. Like somebody Thank could you, Dave so, somebody could be you're welcome. <laughs> the chicken. Um, somebody could be Kansas City. I, I just it just feels like a long shot to me. Like in terms of talk about odds. Yeah. Feels like a long shot yeah. that somebody knocks this team off, given the way they're constructed, and and given how how greedy fifteen is about to get. All right. Well, okay. A couple of things there. So you asked me about the Patriots in their pursuit for three in a row, and I, I remember talking to Bruski, Teddy Bruski, about this, a former Patriots linebacker. Teddy Bruski's having a conversation with Tom Brady, they are on Robert Kraft's private jet. They're going somewhere. I, I can't remember. You know, somehow a Pro Bowl uh, factors in here, but that doesn't make sense because they made a Super Bowl. Anyway, they were on a private jet. It was um, Teddy and, and Tom Brady, and they talked about winning three, game, uh, three Super Bowls in a row, how nobody had done it, and this is a goal, and this is what mm -hmm. we're going to do. And shortly after that, Drewski had a stroke. So that's where uh, Bruski had the stroke and he thought his career was over and we know it he retired and he unretired and he actually came back and resumed his career for another, you know, three or four years. Right. So what's what stopped them? What stopped them from winning three Super Bowls in a row? Turnovers. 
Uh, they they won a, a divisional a wild card game against Jacksonville. They went to Denver. The Jake Plummer Broncos. They went to Denver and they had five turnovers. And they lost their first playoff. They had a Michael. They had a ten game winning streak in the playoffs. That's just nuts. They had a ten game. Is that the Ben Watson winning Baylor streak. game? Is that that game? That's, that's the game. That's, that's the game. That, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Try, you know, chase them down. They didn't have cameras at the point uh, at that point. So. Uh, I think they spotted the ball at the one or it gave champ a touchdown something like that. They, they got it wrong. He knocked it out of the end zone. Anyway, I, I bring that up, especially the five turnovers because when we talk about, I love the way you say, hey, hey tell him I was in the age of Achilles, the age of Mahomes. Yeah, but some of these teams, like it's not a mystery. Like, he's great. Mahomes is great. Brady was great. All the Jordan was great. But there are opportunities for other teams. Brady did sure. lose three Super Bowls. He lost three. He did. He absolutely lost two to did. Eli. As it, as as it lost one to Nick the Foles. Patriots were. They, and, yeah. and to say nothing of the fact that did did it, there were any of the Patriots Super Bowl victories so lopsided that it was like, oh, this other team didn't belong on the same field with them. You know, like the first three were all famously by three points. You know, you know what their the biggest three were. You know what their biggest Super Bowl win was? The biggest comeback in history against Atlanta. Is that, that was is their the biggest, biggest win. win? The Rams won. Oh, it was Atlanta. Okay, no. it was it was the six points against Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. No, no, Atlanta. Yeah. No, you're right. No, the Rams. Oh, Rams, the Rams was right? But before yeah. that, the Rams won. Yeah, the Rams yeah. was. But yeah, when they got to number five, when they won number five, which was the twenty-eight-three, they win yeah. that. We all know down by twenty-five, they win it in overtime, and that was their biggest Super Bowl victory. At that point, yeah. that was their. Yeah. That was their right. largest win. No, but you're right. And the three Super losses. Bowl. Yeah, it, 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 it goes to show just how, like even getting there, but just that last little step um, can be hard, but I, I feel as confident but here's about the, the Chiefs as, 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 as you can possibly feel in, a, in an age of parity. Suppose it parity. Here's, here's the other thing, and this sounds like it sounds like excuses because you know, look, I, mm -hmm. I Kansas City, San Francisco. I was just I was there. I was just a, a, an observer uh, really enjoying it. So it didn't really matter to me who won that game. But it sounds like what I'm about to say sounds like something a bitter fan would say. But I saw Tom Brady win a conference, uh, two conference championship games in the AFC, two conference championship games where he threw three interceptions. Yeah. And they won. So if you're the other team, you're like, hey, I know that's Tom Brady. I respect him. The dude gave you three interceptions in a conference championship game and you let them win. It's not always inevitable as we make it out to be. It's not always as no. complex as we make it out to be. You've got to right. be if Tom Brady gives you yeah. one interception in a conference yeah. championship game. Damn it. You better do something with it. And if you don't, yeah. you, know, you can't say, oh, well, it's Tom Brady. No, it's you, right? <laughs> You're the right. problem. It's a for, it's a foregone conclusion. That is a I don't know if you did this intentionally. But that is a perfect segue. Uh, that provides a perfect segue. We'll get back to the Patriots and their dynasty in a second because I do want to ask you some questions about about that because uh, that's in the news. But okay, you talked about making my cat happy is my number one priority, and Fresh Step Out Stretch Litter helps me do just that. Meet Mr. Mittens, Mitty for short. Ah! Mitty is happiest when his litter box is clean and fresh, and Fresh Step Out Stretch is amazing at absorbing waste and odor. We sure have found our common ground, haven't we? Happy cat, happy life. 
Find Fresh Step Outstretch at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Opportunities. Obviously, the Niners had an opportunity to win. M- multiple opportunities to win. They had a double-digit lead. Game in overtime. Had the lead in overtime. I don't mean to like... You know, because we talked about this, it felt like ad nauseum on Monday morning, but I didn't realize the legs that this story, even when I started Monday's program, (laughs) ranting and raving about the fact that that was a storyline, I didn't realize how much of a storyline Kyle Shanahan's decision to take the ball in overtime was going to be over the ensuing 48 hours since, since since you and I were last here on Monday morning, it's Wednesday morning, like, are y'all are y'all for real? Are y'all for real? Are people for real when it comes? To- you know you want to say something else too. You know you want to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, I th- this take is so bad. This is so misguided. It's so bad. It's so convenient. It's so yeah. short-sighted and hindsighted results at oriented. the same time. I, it's Just so results. results or like, are you? What don't y'all understand? I feel like I'm talking to my children. What part of Patrick Mahomes is going to get the ball? Either way, do y'all not understand? Like, right. The amount of assumptions, the amount of if ands and buts associated with the notion that it was so obviously a mistake by Kyle Shanahan to take the ball first. It incenses me like it, 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 it's like, do you know why they went for it on fourth down from the 34 yard line? Not because they were playing four down football because they had to, <laughs> they had to, they had to go for it because it, if they it, didn't, it, the game would have been game's over. over. Because the, the Niners had the lead, not because the Niners took the ball first and that gave them because they knew what they needed. Yeah, and the Niners knew what they needed to not allow, which was a touchdown as well. Like this is this is what happens when people try really hard to be smart when they when they when they trip over themselves to be like, oh my gosh, well the like now I'm about to sound like Charles Barkley. Take the analytics. And stick them where the sun don't shine. Like there was no look. Okay, there's a difference between a, a wrong decision 
and a decision not turning out in your favor. This was the latter. Right. Because as we talked about on Monday, for those that may have missed it, that would probably be a lot of people. Oh, I'm sorry, it was too easy. But like we talked about this on Monday. Like <laughs> this was not a new game from the start. Like the defense had just gotten off the field. I'm telling you, if they had put Patrick Mahomes back on the field to start overtime, you know what happened, Michael? The same thing that happened in the second possession. They'd have scored a touchdown. They'd have found a way to score a touchdown. They'd have probably been aggressive. And this idea that the Chiefs were somehow so much more prepared and they knew the rules. And oh, if, if the Chiefs had gotten the ball, uh, you know, second and, and had to match a touchdown, well, they'd have gone for two. Well, that sounds great when they're not actually having to go for two. Like all of this stuff is such like, like just we're just pulling shit out of our ass in order to shit on Kyle Shanahan. And thank you, Kyle Yuschek, who might who might watch brother from another because I said the same thing on Monday that this is there is a Kyle Shanahan agenda at play that Michael even you have to acknowledge here. Kyle Shanahan gets yeah. more shit for twenty eight to three than Dan Quinn does. Kyle Thank Shanahan you. wears 28 to 3 I more know. than a head coach or the MVP quarterback in Matt Ryan. Did. Or the quarterback. Either one of who them. Who fumbled? Yes. Who fumbled? Right. Who fumbled? Who kept them in the who, who allowed them to stay in the game? MVP quarterback and Dan Quinn. That Dan Quinn's they name never comes up. Dan, never. Dan, never. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, just as an aside, his superpower is invisibility. Because he gets away with a lot of ish. He really does. They, this dude just got a job in Washington. And, and we're like, hey, how does Mike McCarthy keep his job? Dan Quinn got a new job and they gave up 50 points. <laughs> Almost damn near 50 points in the playoff game. He's the head coach a 28 to 3. You know what he did? You know what he had the power to do? Same thing Kyle hmm. Shanahan did. And I, and I brought it up uh, on Monday. Well, Kyle Shanahan. When he heard a defense, Steve Wilkes was gonna call a defense that he didn't like. You know what he did? Timeout. Timeout. Super Bowl. We ain't doing that, Steve. Sorry, bruh. This is on my watch. We ain't doing that. So you mean the Dan Dan Quinn? When they all they had to do was run the ball? Dan Quinn, the head coach, couldn't say, Hey, Kyle, I'm the head coach. We running the ball. Right. I don't like that right. call. We running the ball. Right. All we gotta do is run the ball, kick a field goal, we go up eleven points. That's three possessions. They ain't got time. Or we win the game. The head coach, the head coach who has a defensive background. Like, yes, this this complimentary football. Kyle Shanahan could have run the ball more than he did. Okay, in, in Super in 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 in, uh, in the in the Patriots Super Bowl. Yes, that's been a thing with Kyle Shanahan. I, I get it. I get it. But okay, like Dan Quinn's defense, the one that gave up the twenty eight three lead. Like, what, what are we talking about? To the greatest quarterback of all time. So in continuing with this Kyle Shanahan thing, it's like, oh, we crap on Jimmy Garoppolo, but don't give credit to Kyle Shanahan for getting to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's as if right. Kyle Shanahan was the one that overthrew my uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Like, I mean, like, okay, yes, he has been like, it is, oh, he can't win the big one. I, again, how many times have we said that about people only for them to win the big one? But like, there is no shame. Yeah. I'm sorry. There is no shame in being a co-star in the stories of arguably the two greatest quarterbacks ever. Like, yes, he has blown leads because it's Tom Brady, because it's Patrick Mahomes, not because he is genetically predisposed to choking. Are there decisions problem, that you can critique in hindsight? Yes, there are. The overtime decision, I'm sorry. I will die on this hill. It is not 
one of them. It is not because you are assuming that the A, the Chiefs don't score a touchdown in the first possession. You're assuming B, that Brock Purdy, who none of y'all seem to respect, would have gone down the field and matched Patrick Mahomes. Okay, you're assuming so many things or you're assuming that because the guy because the 49ers that claim they weren't familiar about the overtime rules. What does it matter? Your job is to go out there and execute which they did not on offense or defense in overtime on offense. Michael. They had to settle for a field goal. Hell, maybe he should have gone for it on fourth down in the red zone. I don't know. Maybe he should have in hindsight hindsight defensively on that fourth down or any ensuing play. They could have stopped Kansas City. They didn't. That's what the game came down to. Not some analytics driven decision. And I love analytics, but in this case, they pissed me off. Not some decision, some arbitrary. It's, it's arbitrary. It is toy. It, it is not. It, it is not ironclad that he should have kicked the ball off or that you that you give the other team the ball first. It's not. It's not, but because it played out the way it did, everybody's conveniently piling on Kyle Shanahan, who, by the way, I ain't said two words to Kyle Shanahan, but I feel like it's my job at this point for, to keep up for Kyle Shanahan. This is some bullshit. This is some serious. This is bullshit. Everything these people are saying, Michael, is bullshit. <laughs> okay, everything they're saying well, is bullshit. Here's the problem. Like, come on, this is common sense. I'm gonna say the problem. It should be. Problem? It is common Sorry. sense. There are you two problems here. There are two problems. So I, I'm, you know, this is surprising. That I'm on Team Kyle Shanahan here. I'm on Thank Team you. Shanahan. Me. All right. Thank you. But because you're on the made, side of right, you're on the side of but logic. But there are two mistakes. There are two mistakes that he made that have taken people down a side road. Hey, just a hey, car. Kyle, keep the car on the road. If you keep the car on the road, we ain't gonna have these problems. There are two problems. One he created. One his players created. He ain't have to say analytics. Why you bring up analytics? Just say we felt comfortable taking the ball first. That was the right move. I was I like what we had. We right. had a nice drive and it stalled out. Unfortunately, because we could close there the opposite. And so I know which analytics is right. <laughs> he shouldn't have brought it no, up. You're right. He I mentioned agree. the word analytics. Which right. opened the door, which opened the portal. You got to close that yeah. portal. Come on, man. Yeah. We need Dr. Strange. Close up that portal because he opened it and then all hell broke loose. That's one. So it became an analytics conversation and oh, yeah, well, well, uh, analytics doesn't know anything about Patrick Mahomes. And can analytics tell you, like, okay, here we go. I got you. I got you. We're going down this road. And the second thing, this is damning. This is damning in court. Man, why your players <laughs> come out and say they ain't know the rules? Oh damn! Oh damn! Why, why, why your players come out and say that? I, I it had nothing to do with but not scoring matter? a touchdown. Exactly. I know, but so that, I mean, does it matter? But once again, it just muddies. It does matter in this sense. It muddies the conversation. If it's a, if it's a narrative, yeah. If it's a narrative, it just muddies it if up. You, if, 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 you, if, you now, want, if, if you want to, if you want to find reasons, like again, it's 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 you know, this this was this wasn't this was this wasn't. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes. This was Robert Downey's Sherlock Holmes. People are finding facts to suit theories instead of creating theories to suit facts. And if you want to, if you are on the side of Kyle Shanahan's a choker, Kyle Shanahan is overrated, Kyle Shanahan's a nepo baby, Kyle Shanahan it can't win the big one. If that's who, or the 49ers get on my nerves, they're full of excuses. If you're on that side, then oh my God, you are going to jump 
with you're going to dive head first on, on the idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> on the idea of like, oh, see, they weren't jumping. prepared. They didn't discuss what the, you know the overtime rules going as far back in training camp. This is what separates the Chiefs from the 49ers is they were discussing overtime in the Super Bowl way back in training camp. Hey, dog. Your job is to go out there and do your job and run the plays I call. Okay? You got Niners offensive linemen beefing on social media. Why? Because Chris Jones came unblocked and blew up the play that would have been a touchdown that they got the ball, that they got the ball in overtime, thinking they were gonna score. Like nobody, regardless of whether you know the rules, nobody should go out on the first bench and be like, ah, you know what? All we need is a field goal here. You're going out trying to score a touchdown. They all right. know that a touchdown is which is, is is the idea there. They know that. They know a field goal doesn't win it. They should all know that by now. Whether they knew that, you know, they were guaranteed a possession because it was a moot point anyway. Because the only adjustment is that a touchdown doesn't win the game. So this is only a conversation if the Niners go out in the first possession, score a touchdown, and then just decide to relax and say, oh, we're done and walk off the field while the Chiefs get the ball. Otherwise, or, or they, they celebrate once a field goal was right. Like they won. Once in, yes, <laughs> they like, start to walk off. If they sh- if they had a shot with Kyle Shanahan with Gatorade after they scored this hypothetical touchdown, then we then we're talking about not knowing the rules. Under these circumstances, once they went back on the field on defense, they knew they couldn't give up a touchdown. That's it. So what are we talking about? What we're talking about is people just don't like Kyle Shanahan for some reason, and I can't figure out why. I can't figure out why. Yeah, well, it, it's some of the stuff. Some of the stuff that you mentioned. It's some of the stuff that you mentioned. You know, it's like, okay. uh, yeah, his dad. You know, his dad was in the game, and then he, you know, he had. But Kyle Shanahan, and in all seriousness, like, I, I like the uh, the uh, San Francisco storyline because it's entertaining for for our, the thing we got going here. <laughs> like you, like you say, you don't root, you don't root against anybody. You root against me, so I root against you too, and it's all uh, love. Yeah, it's should. all love. As you should. So as you should. San Francisco. I, I told you the story yesterday. Michael Silver, uh, known him for a long time, used to work for Sports Illustrated. He writes yep. in the San Francisco Chronicle that yep. the uh, 49ers <laughs> have built the second best team in the NFL. <laughs> That's my straight up. He wrote that they built the second best team in the NFL in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, Keep I mean, that going. I yeah. love that. I mean, good listen, for you, Mike Silver. Good for you, if Niners. It's about, if it's about participation trophies, they do have a lot of those because they always they participating in the big games. To Kyle Shanahan's point, they they, they what NFC they, championship games. They, they, they always they have the there. second best, second best franchise, but the best. You might agree with me. The best uniforms. They look the cleanest, best uniforms in the league. Ooh. That color scheme is impeccable. That look, oh, you, oh, you, you ain't feeling that. Okay, all right. Uh, no, I'm just saying, okay. I'm just, I'm so pissed off. I'm so pissed off. I'm so pissed off that people okay. are still talking about it to the point where I felt the need to still talk about it, even though I thought we emptied the clip on that whole thing on Monday. Well, I'm like, yo, y'all still blaming? We emptied this it now. Yeah, I, I think we are. Okay, um, but no, I want to ask about the Patriots because okay, one of the things I got to watch this weekend. So there's this ten part dynasty, you know. Uh, 10 part series coming out called the dynasty on Apple TV the dynasty, right? So are you in it? Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to you like I am. You, you, are you, yeah, of course you I'm are. in it. You literally. Yeah, yes. you are. So you're you're like um, the J. Adon- you're to this what J. Adonde was to the last dance. 
<laughs> right? Like, yeah, something like you, like are you going to be the first voice we hear? Yeah, like, are you going to basically carry it? You going to carry it? No, no, <laughs> not, not, the, not the first voice in there. But yeah, this is uh, this, this, uh, this 10 part series. And I think, see, it's, it's hard to separate. And you'll have to tell me because, you know, being here, being in New England and seeing it from start to finish, there's a lot of stuff that I know. And a few things in there, there are a few eye-opening things. It's like, oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask I, you. At this point, yeah, I you've knew written, the story. You've written, you've written the books on the Patriots. What is untold yeah. at this point? A couple of things. I will say this I'll, without any spoilers. As you get toward the latter episodes, like you know, you get to that second half, like seven, eight, nine. Now we started talking about the breakup. And it always it's whether it's football or life. You start talking about divorce and drama. He said, well, he said, you know, the whole thing. Well, this is my perspective. This is my perspective. Just the tension that started to develop between Brady and Belichick and Robert Kraft in the middle and some of the decisions that he had to make. There were some statements made by people involved that surprised me and and not just from not just from Brady and not just from Kraft, but even some players, some players spoke up. And, and I, I also want to mention not just the divorce, but in 2016, when, when Donald Trump is running for president and Tom Brady has a make America great again hat in his locker and uh, Bill Belichick writes a letter that, that Trump reads in New Hampshire and Robert Kraft is friendly and these players are like, Oh, what? I thought it was all about, hey, forget about your, your personal needs, your personal agenda. It's all about the team. So there are some statements from players about that time that are, that are really interesting. So uh, it's worth it. I thought for sure. I read a, well, I read a quote from uh, from Brady where he said uh, he wasn't trying to go back to the Patriots regardless of the money. Like I, it felt like it was always about the money. Well, which you know, yeah, I, and hand. I don't believe. They, go, and I know he said that. I don't like, believe it. They, okay. Well, just just so people I don't like, again, not to spoil it, but it's like, hey, Belichick didn't want to pay him what he got from Tampa, which at the time was still below market value, if I'm not not mistaken, like two years, fifty million dollars or whatever. And Belichick didn't want to pay him that because Belichick thought he was done. So I mean, they go hand in hand in terms of like, you know, how Belichick felt about Brady as a player. But I didn't realize the amount of resentment that had oh, built yeah. up. I mean, I knew they gotten kind of tired of each other, but not like war oh, knows is tired of each other. Oh, it was like, bad. They were like, yeah, like it was toxic as, as, as the kids like to say nowadays where he just didn't want to be around dude. He was trying to get up out of there. Uh, that was that was but fascinating. I, I, I still don't believe it. that. I don't believe you. Tom Brady wanted it. Tom Brady <laughs> wanted the Drew Brees. He went he, he wanted the Drew Brees contract. You. I, you know what? I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Can't say the next part. Um, Bam, he wanted a two-year, $50 million. Put it in a pocket. <laughs> Pay the bill. Uh, he wanted a two-year, $50 million deal. And the Patriots wouldn't Correct. give it to him. Dude Correct. was asking for a contract. So if, if Bill Belichick had come in and said, all right, Tom, you know what, man? Forget about that two-year, 50. How about three, three for 75? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I was tripping three for 75. 
Uh, 60 million guaranteed at 075. You're our guy. Come on. You're Tom Brady. He stays. I don't care what he says. Yes, he wanted to stay. He wanted to stay. And he had a tantrum. And that sounds like I'm blaming him, but I'm not. But he did. He had an adult tantrum. We all have had them. I've had many of them in the last few years. Adult temper tantrum. I had one five minutes ago. So he had one. <laughs> yeah. He had one when they wouldn't sign him. So he got pissed off. He put his house on the market. He started mm-hmm. doing all, you know, start doing all kinds of stuff that would annoy Belichick because he was stuff. out. Start yeah. cussing at his coaches. He wanted so to stay. Not coming to training. His heart broke. Wasn't that, wasn't that the same when he wasn't coming to training when he was taking time off? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll, I, we'll we'll check it out. I think it's two episodes every Friday, so so it is kind of like a last dance. Um, two episodes every Friday, and um, I'm sure we'll unpack it. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing your contribution to this to this project. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it's it's a gift that keeps on giving, you know. And I can't I can only imagine the untold stories that are taking place in real time in Kansas City, you know. Like one day we're gonna have a Kansas City Chiefs documentary. Like, oh damn, like you know who knew, but. Um, not quite, not quite, because there's not the, there's not the same amount of controversy, or or it doesn't feel like the Chiefs have reached, you know, right. the die hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain stage. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know that the Chiefs have reached the point where either a people hate them, or b are sick of them winning. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are people that are tired of the Chiefs winning. You know, maybe I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Well, I, I think, no, I think I'm not either. I think they're more likable. I think they're more likable than their dynastic predecessors in New England. Oh no, no question. Because there's no. Also, let's just let's face it. Elephant in the room. There's no multiple elephants in the yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah, no scandals. No two scandals. <laughs> right. Right. There's they no ain't lose no first round picks. Yeah. There's a Gates barbecue. They lose it. But there's no Gates. Yeah. There's a. Ooh. You like you like that? You like, like that? I do. That was, that, was on, I like that, was more, that. that was more on the corny side. That was more on the corny side. No, no, I like that. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was, I like that was, it. That was clever, but I was, if I may say so, that was, that was more on the corny side. That was, that, was, that was more corny than clever. But I'll tell like you, it was not corny. And clever, one more thing. 45% corny. Yeah. One more thing. You'll, like, you'll be entertained by the contributions of Ty Law, you can imagine, Ty Law <laughs> and Randy Moss. Just, just for comic relief. Ty Law mm-hmm. and Randy Moss will... Uh, You'll get you'll get some laughs out of those. Okay. Uh, all right, we got a theme going here. Um, we are talking dynasties. Feels like feels like dynasties are the, are, the, are the topic this year. Whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's the Patriots, uh, the Niners participation dynasty. Um, let's take a break. We're gonna switch sports uh, and talk about uh, dynasties colliding. Uh, in the NBA, or nearly collided in the NBA. Mm. Thankfully, we we thankfully we avoided uh, this catastrophe. <laughs> oh man! My cat Rachel is the silliest cat I know. One time, she played inside a paper bag for three hours. What a mystery! <laughs> but I'm glad her health isn't. Thanks to the color changing litter from Fresh Step Crystals Health Monitoring Litter. This premium color-changing litter has pH-activated crystals that can help me detect potential illness early. That makes it easy for me to stay on top of her health and well-being. I may not understand all of Rachel's silly quirks, but I can keep up with the important things. Find Fresh Step Crystals Health Monitoring Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. That would have been that would have been something, to say the least. I I I'll give y'all something funny that I told told my people because I'm fairly candid. Um the two situations kind of felt like this, right? Let's say you were a kid and you got your ass whooped by the bully. Dallas would have been like your mama being like, it's okay, baby, don't worry about it. Lakers are like, your dad, now nah, you better go out there and, and fight till you win. You feel me? And I just felt like that was what I needed at the time. You feel me? So um, I'm a big believer in kind of doing what you need to do at whatever time it is. And so that's how I felt about it. That was one of the best analogies I've heard in a long time. L. Spencer did yeah. me uh, on his decision to sign with the Lakers instead of going back to the Mavericks, who he was obviously quite familiar. Like, I saw some people, like, they were kind of confused by that. I was like, that made perfect sense to me. Like, my man is saying, like, no, the easy, comfortable, familiar, you know, low-hanging fruit would have been to go back to comfy, cushy Dallas. Like, no, I want to go, I want to do this the hard way. I want to, I want to go up the rough side of the mountain. You know, I want to find my way with a different organization with respectfully even greater aspirations traditionally speaking yeah. you know no question um and and, and so yeah i mean i, I was feeling that cuz i mean you know that's we've all we've all been there we've we've all been there and we've been that you know like i've been like that with my kids i'm sure you've been like that with your kids like sometimes we the ones got to got to give them that that push you know, or sometimes only, our mamas, our mamas were both because my mom, my mama, right. man, my mama would be the one to say that's okay. I never got punked. Don't get it twisted. But my mom would be the one to say that's okay. But she'd also be the one to say nah, like, you know what? Like, don't you can't take the easy route all the time. Like you can't you can, sometimes you got to be uncomfortable. You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So I got it. Yeah, it resonated with me. And by the way, that's the only thing that points, was six points and seven assists off the bench in his debut in the Lakers victory over the Pistons last night. You were saying that's the only thing that was a little bit off in the analogy. Like, well, like, well, no, this mom, 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 mama ain't saying it's okay. <laughs> no, she ain't time. saying that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Time. Right. Yeah. So like, hey, dad comes in and says, no, no, mom, mom, as you said, mom was both for a lot of yeah. us. Sometimes, yeah. For I a remember. lot of us. I, for a lot of us. Yes. I remember, I remember mom saying, yeah. oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you better get back out there. The neighborhood bully named Skeeter. Skeeter. I remember Skeeter trying to scare everybody. She said, you better go out there and face Skeeter. He don't run this neighborhood. We ain't going yeah. nowhere. You better go deal with Skeeter. Uh, 
I don't like mm-hmm. there. I don't know that there's a Skeeter anywhere that runs any neighborhood. If your nickname is Skeeter, not that's Skeeter, not most, Skeeter. That's not that's Skeeter. Oh, Skeeter, Skeeter, oh, Skeeter, no. not Skeeter. Okay, he probably probably should have okay. been Skeeter, but hey, man, it's a black neighborhood. Skeeter, come on. No, I, no, but but I mean, regardless of the pronunciation involved, right. Skeeter does not. Con- I'm not intimidated by a dude named Skeeter. Like that feels like a name that was bestowed on him. <laughs> by, by by other people, that doesn't seem like a name that he had by choice. So I'm trying to figure out why why some dude named Skeeter was running your neighborhood. Because you know why? Because you know? he was like Skeeter don't Skeeter don't sound the same as Debo. You know what I mean? Like that's just right, you know, right, I'll exactly. Tuck my, I'll tuck his my chain was, when I hear Skeeter coming. You know, his problem with Skeeter, he was like 15 in the fifth grade though. That's that's a problem. Got he it. He was like got it. He had been got it. He'd been held I, back I, a few times withdrawn. and he had some scars withdrawn. on him. He had some scars. Withdrawn. Withdrawn. Okay. That was pre-reclass. That was pre-reclass days. See, nowadays they call that right. reclassing. Oh, is that <laughs> what? He was, that's, that's, that's what they call it. Like, it's, that's just common now. We're going to reclass. Like, 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 it wasn't like that. But you can't get reclassed that often. <laughs> this ain't the Kansas City Chiefs. We ain't looking for three in a row. <laughs> With your reclass. I have a lot. I apologize. In anyway, it, I apologize in, in advance for anybody that may have, may have been offended by that commentary. Sorry. Sorry. We'll be, anyway. better. we'll be better next time. <laughs> the Lakers. Okay. Oh, all right. So, yo. All right. Listen, man. I threw up in my mouth when I saw this. This is from. Woj and Ramona Shelburne. Unbelievable. Uh, sources. Warriors made Woo. bid for LeBron James at trade deadline. Mm. Um, the Warriors, this is after LeBron was putting, you know, his little hourglass emoji tweets or whatever, expressing frustration in his LeBron way. Um, the Warriors, and it's at the highest levels. This is Joe Laker to Jeannie Buss. Like, the Warriors inquired about LeBron's availability and they weren't alone. Daryl Morey, by the way, why, I don't understand why people just don't block Daryl Morey's number. Like, Darryl, yeah. like apparently Daryl Morey just like, he be prank calling people, like he calling everybody, like yo. But the, fun, the funniest line of the whole thing was when he called Palenka, Morey called Palenka <laughs> to ask if LeBron was available and Palenka responded, was Joel Embiid available? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like in fantasy I, football, when somebody send you yes. an insulting offer, you are required to counter with a with a with a with a more insulting offer. Um, It'd be like, yo, get off the phone. Right, like, why are we on the phone right time? Now. Like, why are you calling yeah. me? Like, but no, but the warrior. This was serious. I mean, this was like some serious back channel. Like, so just to recap it, in case y'all don't feel like reading, um, I'll do my best because read the whole thing. But apparently. Um, Lakeup went to to Jeannie. Jeannie said, talk to Rich Paul if you want to take the temperature on LeBron James, which is kind of like borderline permission to seek a trade if you want type shit. But okay, talk to Rich Paul and see where LeBron is. But because Jeannie was like, hey, you know, we don't want hostages. We want volunteers. We want our players to be there, right. which I, I, I respect that. Okay, so they go to Rich Paul. Rich Paul says, no, we're good. Draymond Green, you know, out here trying to, you know, 
another another Kevin Durant recruiting situation trying to recruit LeBron James. I mean, it got this was this this is this is interesting stuff. Like this is not just a cursory phone call. These were conversations that went nowhere, but the fact that these conversations took place nonetheless is fascinating and nauseating. Fascinating and nauseating at the same time. Like why nauseating? That's why I would why nauseating? That's why I would have had to draw the line. I would have had to draw the line there. Look, Chris Paul at this stage of his career is one thing. Like no, I never thought I would see Chris Paul as a teammate of Steph Curry's in a Warriors uniform. Yeah, I mean, okay, like so much time has passed since they were they were at the same level. That's that day is dead. The idea of LeBron James as a teammate of Steph Curry's and Draymond Green's. It nah, man. Like I, I just I I don't. Hmm. That's a part of the multiverse I don't want to touch. Like no, thank you. Like no, thank you. That would have that would have turned me off. In a way that no other, and I've never been one of these people that had a problem with players teaming up or you know taking control of their own destiny. And especially, this especially this was not was, LeBron asking for that. It was he not, wasn't asking but nonetheless, for it. but nonetheless, he was being exactly. Soft. This was well, well. Let them tell it. Let them tell it. Like whenever I see stories like this, there's a story behind the story. Okay, okay, so there's there's there's, there's yeah. probably another version of this story in which somebody is doing this when it comes to the information that's being leaked out. There's some there's there's some agendas at play here that I'm not qualified uh, or, 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 or or educated enough or enlightened enough to truly unpack. But I don't think this story sees the light of day without certain people being okay with it. All right. Okay. Because there's always okay, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. I'm just simply saying to think to say that LeBron's hands are nowhere near this. I don't know. Even if it's just for attention. Even if it's just to say, hey, you know, I got this option coming up this year. I I don't know. Who who knows? While LeBron moves like he moves, but it's worked for him. But this would not have worked for me. I'm sure they could have coexisted. I'm sure it could have been. You know, they, they, they would have found a way to, to share the court because that's what Steph does. That's what LeBron does. It's not even about like the I, like, you know, but it, that just feels too NBA 2K ish for me. That's just, that's just where it get, that, that like when I read that I was like, oh, thank God that didn't happen. Thank God that that, that, that was shut down because that would I, I'm not gonna go so far as to say that would have ruined the NBA for me. No, I'm not I'm not that mm. old. I'm not I'm not yelling at clouds that loudly. I'm not telling everybody to get completely off my lawn. You know, just don't park your car on my lawn. And that's what this would have been for me. This would have been the NBA parking its car on this old man's lawn if LeBron James and Steph Curry would have been teammates come to trade deadline. I just I'm not I'm not ready for that because and and mainly because it's one thing for somebody who has never done anything uh, from a from a team standpoint like a Damian Lillard to say, you know what? I'm tired of doing this on my own. I'm going to link up with Giannis, who is the superior player, has won a championship. It's one thing for young LeBron, who was like, hey, it ain't, it ain't happening for me in Cleveland right now. I got to go get my master's in Miami, and I'm going to go join Dwayne Wade's franchise, but it's going to be my team. Okay, that's different. It's one thing for Chris Paul to be like, you know what? I gave my best shot. And I've been traded and I've been bought out and now I'm just gonna go sign with 
my former arch rival at in, on my last days and my last legs to see if I can help extend this dynasty. That's all understandable. The idea of LeBron James still at I'm not saying the peak of his powers, but still but pretty an elite, an elite, pretty an elite damn player good. Yeah, joining up with Steph who's still at the peak of his powers. Like right. mm, no, thank you. No, thank you. So this was mm, this is the basketball guys looking out for us. Fun? It'd be fun and it'd be fun F-word. and it would That'd be effed up and it fun. would no, <laughs> fun for no it would be fun. Because I'll tell you what it would also it, it would change it would challenge people to get out of their little uh, narrative. Uh, their, their, their very narrow narrative lanes these little narrative silos and now it's gonna mess you up because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, how many championships has Steph Curry won in his career? Four, right? Yeah, how many championships has LeBron won in his career? Four. So they win together. So what do you, so what do, you do if they win one together? Oh, they Lord. win one together. Yeah, that, now they both have certainly... five, and you get into <laughs> right. that whole. Hey, who? Hey, hey! They both got five. They won number five like they together. Should, I feel like they should. I feel now like you they should sign a prenuptial and, agreement. I feel and, like a prenuptial and agreement. And here's the other like, thing. Like, like, you have what you have in the relationship. I have. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What I have when I came in a relationship, I want something. to expose people feels, too. Uh, I like I like when people are exposed because I, I think everybody should play together in the NBA because when you don't have to deal with another player, you start finding holes that don't exist and you start hating on other players. Hey, oh LeBron's never done this, but now Natalie, if LeBron's a warrior, you can't hate on him. You can't but hate on him. Wait, He's a warrior. I don't He's got to be with no, the no, championship. No, Natalie, Natalie, I don't even need Natalie to say anything. The look on Natalie's face when we brought her in to FaceTime said it all. Said it all. Because when I saw this story, I was like, I know Natalie has to be relieved. I know she had to be sickened. So I know she agrees with me. The look on her face said that she agreed with me that she is thankful that this did not happen. It was nasty. It was nasty. I was like really nasty. disgusted when I saw it. <laughs> like it was, it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever read. Oh, I was stop like, it, y'all. 
No, I'm what? not. Why? Why? That's the thing. Why? But immediately, immediately, Perfect. other people I know like were texting me. Like it, like my phone started blowing up. Um, for one, and I'm I go a little bit further than Mike. I am an old school NBA person. I don't like all this buddy buddy shit. So while I'm not opposed to people switching teams, I like. I remember back in the All Star Game some years ago when it was like the big. No, you're 21 years old. What you talking about? <laughs> Whatever. I remember that All Star Game. They were there, the four Celtics. They were in their little silo. They wasn't trying to fool anybody. It was an All Star Game, and they were still like, nah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Bring that back. Right. I don't like this buddy buddy. LeBron and Steph are the faces of the NBA. They are rivals. Their fans go at each other. They have no business ever ever playing on a team together it's better for the nba those ratings are better when they come on and they play against each other and go to multiple overtime games that's what we want to see mm. we don't want to see them playing together it is nasty yes, and 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 contrary to popular belief warriors fans are still having a hard time wrapping their heads around chris paul you want them to wrap their heads around lebron james no that's yeah, different but, but, first but, of all chris paul Chris Paul, yeah, he's, he ain't he's, even playing. You got to He's just Warriors. on the bench. But I'm just saying, you know? like, I'm just mentioning because Mike earlier said Chris Paul, but I'm telling you, like, Warriors fans but still, another their level. stomachs still oh. turn a little bit. No, but I don't, and I don't doubt that. I, I don't doubt that Warriors fans still find that weird, you know, to have somebody they once hated now in their house. I'm not saying that. Obviously, you would know. I'm more or less saying, like, from a, here's the, here's, I'm going to use the word, from a legacy standpoint, Chris Paul and what he was, that's, okay, for sure. This doesn't matter. In in his story, this, that, him playing with the Warriors, nobody remembered this. Like, oh yeah, yep. he finished with the Warriors. Like, but like LeBron as a Warrior, because like, okay, if LeBron, if, if why, why you, Michael, why, Michael, you just trolling. You gotta be just trolling. I know. I, 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 not, I know I, you I are don't not see the problem. It's nasty. I, I don't see That's the problem. Exactly I really, right. I'm, I'm waiting for y'all. I'm waiting for the ah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm, I, I enjoy it. I think it'd be great. Look, because rivalries they, are great they're for the NBA. Can we look? Can we just be honest about the where the Warriors and and Lakers are right now? They're both playing teams, so they're playing teams, both of them. And so, if you put LeBron on the Warriors, the Warriors are not a playing team anymore. Now we're looking at a team that's going to put. I'll go old school for you. It would be like. When uh, the the Rockets in their second championship, they bring in Clyde Drexler. They're a number six seed, and everybody's afraid of them. Rightfully so, they win a championship. You put LeBron on this playing Warriors team at there at number ten, just behind the Lakers at number nine. Watch out, entertainment! I'd love to see the ball movement. I'd love to see Steph setting up LeBron and vice versa. Oh man, that'd be fun. I'd I'd love to see it. Great basketball. It wouldn't be. And, First of all, and, and hold on. Let me cut. Uh, I'll say this. Now I'm gonna pass the ball to you, Natalie. Don't act like y'all above it in the Bay Area. Don't act yes. like y'all above it. Yes. Oh. Oh, wait yes, a minute. They are. Kevin Durant yes. was there. Kevin Durant okay. was there for two championships. He's not homegrown. He's not homegrown. Y'all beat him in the playoffs, and he came to join you. Not about being homegrown. Steph and LeBron are, I know that you are not as high on Steph as you should be, Michael Holly, but Kevin Durant is not in the top 15 player. 
No, he's, he's much higher than that. But Kevin Durant <laughs> is not in the LeBron or Steph legacy conversations. He has two rings. He hasn't done anything without the Warriors since he left. And he's probably not going to do anything with Phoenix or anyone else ever. So, you know, whether you consider Steph in LeBron's tier or not, Steph has four rings. He is still chasing his, le- um, building a legacy. As Shaq has already brought up on multiple occasions, should we start talking about Steph? Not saying he's the GOAT, but should we start talking about him? LeBron and Steph have different legacy implications. They do not need to play together. They should not. And what, yes, what, are those different, what are those different implications? Whether it's, okay, will he go down as the best point guard of all time? Where is he going to rank ultimately in the pantheon of NBA greats? Will he get to Rushmore, right? All these different things. He does not need to play with LeBron. Part of the lore of Michael Jordan and some of these past players is what they did, how they did it, who, their teams that were constructed. Why wouldn't you want to see what Steph can do? I know that you wiped off the Warriors already, Michael Holly, and I get it because they have not been great this season. However, however, in their last eight, eight of their last 11 games, they've won by more than 17 points. They're above 500 now. No, literally, the team is top five in offense, top 10 in offense and defense. They're in the play-in, Natalie. (laughs) Yeah, but they're in the play-in, but Michael... The plan, they have 25 losses, and the number five seed has 22 losses. Like, you're saying that, it sounds bad, but the difference in where they are in the standings right now is very close. And what I'm saying is for a number of games now, not just like a few games, they have been playing much better basketball, and they've had one of the they best have been playing great ball. in the NBA. Kaminga, right? They have one of the Kami- best they, records in the NBA. So Kaminga has emerged. I, right. I like it. They, they, they got their bench, they get bench guys that have contributed. I, I respect that. I do not believe that the Warriors even playing better basketball with 30 games to play, roughly 31 games to play in the season. I don't, I do not believe they are a championship team as constructed. Sure. And you told me that you, you told me that I said that uh, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You said yeah, as constructed, but it's fluid. It's fluid, right? It moves. Things change, but I, I think they would be two things. I think they'd be a championship team with LeBron James, uh, depending on what they gave up. And then secondly, well, yeah. You're talking about legacy. So all those things that you mentioned. Okay, but all those things that you mentioned, LeBron already has. So so LeBron is already considered top five all time. He's considered, uh, you know, behind Jordan, but uh, uh, two, three, uh, second or third best player of all time in, in a lot of circles. So you think Steph playing with LeBron depresses Steph? It keeps him of course. out of that Look at how you It doesn't got... help him? It hurts him? Look at how Kevin Durant was held against Stephen Curry. Look at how not winning a final MVP was held against him, even though we know that, that Andre Iguodala... But he wrote that, but that's done. Right? But but he, no, he, but he he does. Does. it does. Because LeBron but is now, treated differently than Stephen Curry. He is. But now, if th- that might have been the case, but I think we've evolved as a society. <laughs> to understand, we haven't, though. I know you keep saying that, but we have when it when it comes when it comes when it comes to Durant versus Steph. You just said, look at how Kevin Durant knows championships was held against Steph. You don't think people have wised up to who really was the driving force behind those teams? I think I think generally people have wised up to the reality of Steph Curry having always been the driving force behind this Warriors dynasty. I think you that have. I don't think not you because you already kind of thought that, but I think. You're, I think you're giving people, people more so credit. See, I, okay, because who, 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 it, it, it felt like people you, were more holding it against Kevin Durant, which you just said a second ago, 
which is what did he why did he leave the Warriors and what has he done apart from the Warriors? That's the sentiment that I mean again my casual observation seems to be more prevalent. The other thing you said you always gonna have and, and also y'all you always gonna have internet soldiers fighting. I mean like you can't impress and, everybody. Right. Like and, some, and the final, and there the gonna be some people out there be like all oh, step just internet. It's not just internet. But who are they? It, who? It's 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 media. It's people who do shows just like us who talk day to day. It's if you talk to people behind the scenes. It's not. I'm not making this up. It's real. And there is. But a I know I'm saying this. But how I know it's real. But how? But like what? What media members? Okay. What? Maybe they don't deserve. Maybe they don't deserve your attention or ours. I mean, like, they're do not, they know what they're I mean, talking they're about nobodies. in general? The well, point is, I, it doesn't they, benefit if Steph. They might it be. Doesn't hurt. They might it be. Doesn't see, hurt with Ron, they might be lightweight nobodies if they don't understand what Steph Curry uh, means historically to the game of basketball. They might be nobodies. So wait. So hold. So or okay, but that aside, though. But th- this is this the, this the thing I. I this way, I, I, we part company, Natalie. I just don't. I just don't think it would be as fun. It be. I think it'd be formidable. I think they're too too good and too resourceful and too versatile. For a pairing, a hypothetical pairing between these two to not be formidable. Obviously, whatever the Warriors hypothetically would have had to give up, notwithstanding. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what the team would have looked like after they acquired LeBron James? They, thankfully, they didn't get that far down the road. They'd be formidable, but not fun. And what I mean by not fun is not that I don't think it would have tarnished either of their legacies. I think who LeBron James is and has been as a player, and who Steph Curry is and has been as a player, is airtight, ironclad. Now it's just them adding to it. I don't know that a pairing would have tarnished either of their legacies. I think it would have just been a bad look. I, it would not have been fun for me as a fan to watch these two rivals, even if they don't hate each other. Like you said, like the, the, the story of the NBA for the last umpteen years has been their battles against each other, has been their pursuit, their, their parallel pursuit of, of GOAT status. You know what I mean? Like. I, to see them team up, like that wouldn't have been any fun. Like that's just, I'm the type of person, Michael. We talked about this. I take the hard teams on Madden and rebuild them. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to trade for all the first. Like I'm not looking. For, we used to call that comp on the playground. I don't know what you, yeah, we used to call it comp when somebody would have a bunch of skeeters on their team, Michael. And it like, it like, nah, man, y'all can't have that. You can't have Steph and LeBron playing together. That's just unfair for everybody else. That's why I wouldn't like it. But I wouldn't go so far as to say it would tarnish either their legacies, Natalie, because I think their legacies are that undeniable, both of them. Like they don't they don't yeah. need each other, which is why it's nasty. I love your word is right, it's nasty. Because they don't need to do this. They don't need to do this. Yeah, at this but, point. but- I, I brought up the legacy stuff because, like Michael Holly said, like people will have to start thinking. And what if they they win five? It will have no negative impact at all on LeBron James. It will affect. Oh, I Steph. think it would. And Steph, so and and so I know and, and I know that you're one of those okay. people. You're one of those people who thinks that there's a double standard when it comes to how LeBron is discussed and how Steph is discussed. There is. I understand. Steph. I under okay, okay. I don't necessarily agree, but I'm not going to argue with you. What I will argue with as I give it back to you, I just want to interject, not interrupt, is that this will be very. I can't believe we go down this rabbit hole for something that didn't happen. This is fun, though. Remember when LeBron went to Miami? Okay. And I remember how I felt. This is when I was less evolved. I said, when LeBron went to Miami, he is like Akeem on the subway and coming to America. He must renounce his throne because he was going to join Dwayne Wade's team. (laughs) 
if he go if he went to the Warriors and joined Steph Curry's team, he would get roasted. Natalie LeBron would get roasted, but I don't know. Maybe I think LeBron think is, is that much of a pass. I do. I think I don't even think it's the pass. I just think that like Michael said, Holly, Michael Holly said that LeBron is in a place now. Many consider him only second to Jordan. Some consider him the GOAT, right? You sort of talked about this the other day with the Patrick Mahomes conversation, right? I don't think there's really anything that can hurt him. But contrary to Michael Holly's belief, I don't think Steph is done yet, meaning I don't know that this year's Warriors are going to do anything, but Steph is still at the peak of his powers. They can still make changes this offseason, and his legacy is still building, right? Like we debated earlier before, him versus Magic. Many people consider Magic a top five player. So if you elevate Steph above Magic, then what are you saying about Steph, right? There's still conversations to be had about where Steph finishes. With LeBron, it's like you're either going to consider him the GOAT or for many, he's number two. So there's not much that's going to change him. But there, it, there's still Steph's legacy is still being crafted. And that's why I think they should not. In addition to the fact that, like, I like rivalries. All of these things so are better for the so, NBA. So, yes. so selfishly. Yeah. Steph, you don't want you. You think Steph has more to lose than to gain? Is what yeah. I'm you know what? It not, I, I think like, a lot of people would would say that. A lot of people who I think are know, around the Warriors, cover the Warriors, know them, and there's a lot of people who like Michael Holly would love to see this. There are a lot of people who, who? would. So I'm not saying because people talk really? about it all the time. <laughs> yes, because oh, when they when they when they were in the All Star game together, people were like, Come "Oh my on. God, just imagine!" So there no, are people. Who you don't want to see great that. players play together. You don't want to see great players play together. I don't want to see LeBron play together. Not those. Yeah, two. I would. I, I, I would hey. not. I would not have wanted to see Magic and Bird play together. I would not have wanted to see you Jordan wouldn't. and Isaiah play together. I would not have wanted to see Shaq and Olajuwon play together. I would not have wanted to see Russell and Chamberlain play hey, together. That's listen, who, these so are the types old. of Titans. This is a class so of the, old. Like, yeah, I'm old enough y'all to have seen so the original old. class of the Titans. Who's in here? First time I've been called old on this show. First time I've been called you, old. You generation Xers. You generation Xers. I don't know what to do with y'all. The old. Hang out with the millennials and the Gen Zs. Look, oh, okay. it's just different. This is foul. it's different. This it's just foul. really a different time. And and Natalie, it sounds like you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong here. It sounds like you're saying you don't want anybody messing with the legacy path that Steph is on, and that you think that it, it's not just Steph winning another championship. It's winning another championship with LeBron. He can't. Everybody can't be on the bus. There are certain people on the bus that will mess up Steph's legacy path. And maybe LeBron is the only guy who would mess that up. LeBron or, I don't know, Giannis, another big-time star would take away some of the shine. I don't, I don't think it would have been Steph. anybody else. I think LeBron is unique. If Giannis would have gone to the Warriors, it wouldn't be the same type You're of good stories. If LeBron, it's just different because LeBron, right, Natalie? Yeah, and it's it's not to me it's not like really a selfish thing. I've I've been out fighting in these streets for a long time. So I I already know where the narratives would go and 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 things like that. I could be wrong, but I just think it is think to scarred. his benefit. I think you're scarred okay. from these fights now. I may be scarred, but I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't. I think, think the ba- I think the battles I don't think have I'm worn out on of you, touch. Natalie. <laughs> I don't think I'm out of touch. 
because I have these conversations <laughs> behind the scenes with people who cover the Warriors very closely. And they tell me sometimes they're debating these kinds of things. And people will say, oh, you just covered the team, so you're biased. You don't get it right. And they recognize Y'all debating with the wrong people. Michael, Michael's right about that. Michael's right about that. Y'all are debating with the wrong people. I want to ask you this, though. What is really <laughs> going on here, though? What is really okay. going on? Like, the whole idea of, like, Draymond, like, you know, the, the whole clutch sports incestuous aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's really going on? It's like, no, for sure. They're, they're, right, they're colleagues, not even buddies. They're colleagues. They're partners. Yeah. But, like, but what's really going on here? Like, where, where did this come from? What is the motivation? What is the underlying mm. agenda here on everybody's part? Whether it's LeBron, who always got a hidden agenda, whether it's the Warriors. I mean, this was not... This was this 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 was next level, literally next level. This wasn't players yeah. getting together in the Hamptons. This was ownership reportedly discussing this. ownership. What's really going on wow. here? But Draymond was sending messages and texts as well. Again, no, no, um, right? No, I'm saying it wasn't just yeah. that. It was this, this, right. this escalated all the way to the highest levels. What's really going on uh, with you know one dynasty and one individual dynasty? I, I think the Warriors have this thing because they're very, and I get it, I guess. Um, they're, they don't, they are already spending a lot of money on their roster. So they're just not willing to spend money unless it's a certain player, right? Caliber, name, like something. And I guess that they believe LeBron is that guy. And maybe with the Draymond connection, they thought it could happen. And I will just say, like you said, Michael, we, there's always more behind the story than we know. LeBron James in the past has said things just like the way he said he wants to play with the Banana Boat crew. He's also mentioned like, oh, be cool if I could play with Steph one day. You know what I'm saying? So he's put this out there before. It's not like something mm. he hasn't expressed. And so, yeah. you know, you like take your shot. Than, a, than an ambition. Oh, it'd be great to play with him. He's awesome, but not really, you know? I don't I don't think either one of them actually really want to play with each other, but you know, who knows? Maybe they do. I don't think that something like this could go through without both Steph and LeBron being on board with it. But either way, um, it didn't happen. I'm happy. I'm thankful, like you said, Michael. I was so disgusted. The face that you saw represented how I felt. I don't know what Draymond's angle is, except that LeBron is his buddy. In this way, we don't have to hear him every time LeBron does something like going on and on about him because now LeBron would be on his team. But um, yeah, I'm I'm so happy this didn't didn't happen. Like I'm so happy point, it didn't happen. To your point about Steph and like you know nothing would happen without his sign off. It's like if I'm Steph, like yeah, I I love LeBron at a distance. Like every every per it's like it's like somebody being a friend but then being a lover. It's like, nah, man, like we ain't meant to be in a relationship together. We right, can be cool, right. but being together, being married, nah. sharing living space. Mm -mm, no, I can only take like, exactly. I think if I'm Steph, if I'm Steph Curry, Steph said especially that. after the Kevin Durant experience, I don't want nobody else as egoless as Steph Curry is. He still got an ego relatively speaking. His might not be definitely as big front, ego. but he's still got an ego and it's that and that's definitely his organization and like a yep. LeBron James coming in. Nah, man, I like dog. Stop sleeping on my couch. Like that's not how I keep my house. Like no, like like stop writing. No, we don't write our names on shit in the refrigerator around here. Like no, like yeah, yeah. like put the toilet seat. Like all that. Like mm -mm, no, I don't want yeah, a roommate. I do not want a roommate. Mm -mm, yeah, no, no. Yeah, and no. stop and stop with the stop with the tweets. Stop with the, the tweets and sub tweets. Right? Stop with that. Okay, no. I got to answer that. I got to answer for you. 
I'm tired. Hey, of it. But you know, Stephen said this before. Remember when LeBron? This was a couple of years ago when LeBron is raving about, oh, Steph, oh man, you know, you got to guard him coming off the bus. I mean, he's unbelievable, greatest sh- hands down, <laughs> greatest shooter. And they asked Steph about playing with LeBron, and Steph was like, I'm good. I mean, we're, we're good. Right. And, and in other words, nah, I don't, I don't want that. I know Steph wouldn't want it. LeBron clearly wouldn't want it. But as a fan, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it, Natalie. I don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't. One last thing I, I really, want to say, really Natalie, quick. Natalie, Michael, Michael, Michael just—he—he he just. This is He's Michael doing me. this for just a fact. He, he just taking me. the other side. He just taking the other side. You, That's what Michael's doing. Do you guys I remember back in the day? You, I promise you. You guys remember back in the day with Magic and Isaiah? How Isaiah talked about like how it was all good with Magic, all the praise, everything, everything, until Isaiah kind of started to challenge Magic. I mean, he didn't really challenge yeah. him, but, you know, the Pistons got a couple of championships, right. all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the same thing with Braun and Steph, right? Like, we, Braun went to Davidson to watch Steph play. Right, it was he all, was cute. Oh, oh, oh you were giving my point guard Ezzy's. Right. Until he was a threat and to then, yeah. Yeah. And so their yeah. relationship is very, no matter what you see of them on the face in public, where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. It's complicated. It does. Yeah. It does not need to go yeah. down. Yeah, I agree. All right, um, Natalie. Thank you. Uh, enjoy happy hour in your all-purpose dress. I know. I do. I do. I do. It's just. It's just. Too, it's just too high class for this program. You're like, I hope yeah, that's right. Like, you know, you gotta. We you gotta, just kinda, kinda, kinda. We kind of chilling. You, you took it to it. You went to another yeah, level. You went to yeah. I felt like I had to bring it a little bit, especially because I really liked the NBA on NBC hat yesterday. So while it's a little flashier, I just oh, felt like good. the fit. And Michael Holly, I don't yeah. know if you saw, we did his fits, his best fits of last week. You know, we posted them and we had people vote on them. So I just felt Michael like I had Holly's to bring best it. Fits? You bought it like that? Yes. You bought it like that in Vegas, Michael? Oh, okay. He did. I, I gotta, he I had the kiss. linen. Okay. And then he had another day with like the jacket. He had like a few different... Yeah, he has salmon going on. Do y'all, do y'all have yeah, outfits? Do y'all have outfits y'all save, or is that just me with my poor mentality? Like y'all have outfits y'all set aside. Yeah. Like you know what? I go, I'm gonna wear that on a special occasion, and that special occasion yeah. may not come. But you know, like, I'm, I'm gonna save that. Like, yeah, you got one for yeah, Easter. Like you got a date night dress. You got your lovely. Easter suit. That looked like a date night dress. Wait, date night? What I miss? No, this wait, is, wait, hold on. What I miss? No, I'm, you don't need. No, I'm just saying. I just got a date oh, night okay. dress. That I <laughs> okay. <see it. laughs> You oh, okay. Hypothetically, I like it. Hypothetically, it's like hypothetically. Let's put that on. Hypothetically, like LeBron, like LeBron and Warriors. Hypothetically, let's put that out there. It is a great dress, and I'm holding it because it has to be a special date night. It can't just be regular date night, you know. So yeah. All right, all right. Okay. That one you got on now is a that's a tough act to follow. That date night dress in the back of your closet. Thank you, Michael. Looking like you out of the Supremes. Dream girl. All right. <laughs> Supreme. See y'all later. <laughs> All right. Mike, Natalie, see ya. My cat Rachel is the silliest cat I know. One time she played inside a paper bag for three hours. What a mystery. But I'm glad her health isn't. Thanks to the color changing litter from Fresh Step Crystals Health Monitoring Litter. This premium color changing litter has pH activated crystals that can help me detect potential illness early. That makes it easy for me to stay on top of her health and well being. I may not understand all of Rachel's silly quirks, but I can keep up with the important things. Find Fresh Step Crystals Health Monitoring Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.